Welcome to the Leadership on Mission podcast, a discussion on leadership and the mission of God from a biblical worldview. I'm your host, Chad Williams. I'm the lead pastor of Highview Church. I write a blog at developtodeploy.com. And I'm the host of this podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about one commitment to make before you develop leaders. One commitment to make before you develop leaders. Every leader I've ever worked with, known, been friends with, trained, coached, whatever it is, every single leader I know thinks about developing leaders regularly. It's just a part of what leaders do. And also, most of the leaders I know, now some, not so much, some have an extraordinary gift in this particular area, but most of the leaders that I know are also impatient. Leaders are just built (laughs) to be impatient in so many ways. As a matter of fact, earlier today, internet connection was a little bit slow. So loading a complex page on my MacBook took like a grand total of two seconds and I was already getting frustrated. Like patience may not be a common virtue in our culture. It's certainly not in my own life, but it is a necessary one. And the longer that I lead, the more I see the value of patience. Leadership is a long game. And I think few areas of leadership demand uh, the patience of Job, if you will, uh, quite like the arena of leadership development. And so here's the one commitment to make before you develop leaders. Here it is. This is it. This is the commitment. One commitment to make before developing leaders, and it is, I will be patient. I will be patient. Developing leaders demand slow cookers, not microwaves. There's a lot of simmering in developing leaders. As a matter of fact, if you really consider who you are as a leader right now, your strengths, your weaknesses, they are accumulation, not just of knowledge you've acquired, but experiences you've been through. And experience takes time. Experience is time. Think about that. You can't simulate that. You have to experience that. The critical thing to keep in mind as you raise up and train leaders in your organization, on your team, in your church, whatever it is, is I must be patient. Leaders are developed more by their environment than their education. That's what I'm getting at. Or to put it another way, Leaders develop and grow as they absorb leadership culture from within a developmental structure. Now, let me explain that for a second. Leaders grow through absorbing culture through a structure that has been placed around them. So when you're on a team 
The thing that's developing you as a person on that team is largely environmental. We absorb culture within the constructs of a team. And the culture we're absorbing is making us who we are as a leader. That's why leadership culture is so important. And it's why it's so easy to get off on that. It's so easy to get off track and for a culture of leaders to start going sideways, for an organizational culture to start going sideways. It's very easy to do. It doesn't take long. But if leadership is developed in us through culture being absorbed into us, then that requires time. That requires time. As a matter of fact, you could probably look at yourself as a leader and say, okay, these traits I acquired or were refined in me when I was at this place or on that team or in that environment. I think so often we think about leadership in terms of, and particularly developing leaders. You're thinking, okay, I want to, I want to develop some leaders in my student ministry. I want to develop some uh, leaders on my team. We think about, okay, what information do I need to impart? When really, that, I mean, that's certainly important, but, what, but the most important thing we can be thinking about is, okay, what type of culture do I want them to absorb? So before you develop leaders, commit, I will be patient. Ask yourself this question. Are you willing, or if you're asking yourself this question, say, am I, am I willing to labor to create a leadership pipeline knowing I'm not going to see immediate fruit? Are you willing to labor in your development of leaders knowing that you're not going to see immediate fruit? As a matter of fact, you may be developing leaders and they may not bear that fruit until they're on someone else's team. Are you cool with that? I hope you are. One of the things actually that brings me uh, an enormous amount of joy in my own life and leadership is seeing guys I poured into years ago bearing fruit from that down the road that I, I didn't see up close. That's really, really, really rewarding. I think the best way to think about this is to commit, let leaders simmer. Let the slow cooking inside that culture, hopefully it's a gospel-centered culture. No culture is perfect, by the way. But hopefully it's a gospel-centered culture. Let the gospel, let gospel-centered leadership practice, let all of that soak into those leaders. Don't rush that. Creating and implementing a leadership development pipeline requires this commitment to patience. If you're going to develop leaders, you, you've got to be patient. It's a long game. Leadership development is a long game. And usually when I speak to fellow church leaders or business leaders about the necessity of developing leaders, they ask a question like, okay, well, how can I fix my leadership issues quickly here? And I usually answer them, you can't fix them quickly because they didn't become broken overnight. <laughs> 
Ultimately, a commitment to developing leaders is a commitment to the long haul. This is going to take a while, and you have to be okay with that. It's a commitment that you have to make every single day. I'm going to pour my life into these people. I'm going to pour my life into creating a culture that develops leaders over time. And it's going to require patience. Now, the, 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 the smaller amount of time you've been leading, the harder patience will be for you probably. But be aware of that. If you're a young leader, be aware of that. Don't give up on people too quickly either. There will be people on your team who do not respond to your training, to your, even in the culture, even the culture on your team. They just don't respond. You don't see for, give it time. The truth of the matter is if you're constantly having to remove people from your team, you're probably doing a really poor job in the onboarding process and you're getting the wrong people on the team. So then you have to cut bait and then you're going, I don't know, there's a huge amount of turnover here. Something to think about. It's a commitment to do this. It's a commitment to say, I'm going I'm to get up and I'm going to pour into these people. I'm going to pour into these leaders and it's going to take time and I may not see fruit from that in the immediate future, but it's worth it because God has called me to do it. Creating a healthy leadership culture to place people in, giving them room to lead and fail, and then coaching them to learn from those failures, that's what leadership development looks like. Remember, leadership development is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So the one commitment to make, for developing leaders, I will be patient. It's not easy. It is not easy. But the fruit that will come from patient leaders developing leaders, man, that will bring God much glory. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Leave a good review, leave a five star review, share with your friends. And we will see you next time on the Leadership on Mission podcast.